up world. Pass first point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit of injury news. I want to talk about the odds for the Blazers in the series. Suddenly favored. That's right, indeed. I want to talk about predictions. Looking at national media predictions, who they think is going to win this series, and I'll share my own prediction as I was forced to do in a public public place earlier today, so I might as well share it with you all as well. And then I want to wrap up talking about home court advantage. The Blazers are going to start this series on the road. What does home court advantage mean? And specifically, what does it mean to open up with two games in the mile-high city of Denver, Colorado? But let us start with some news, some news, some news, some news. Mike Singer of the Denver Post reported on Thursday morning that Will Barton has returned to practice today and uh, on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday for the Denver Nuggets and is eyeing a return in the first round of this here playoff series. Mike Singer then asked, uh, Mike Malone, Michael Malone, Nuggets coach Michael Malone about it. And coach Malone said, yeah, nope, I can, that's happening. You're right. Um, <laughs> whoever in our organization already told you that ain't lying. Uh, and Malone made it seem like that he doesn't know if Will Barton will play in game one. Uh, Malone's, he's mo- mostly a straight shooter. I think if, if, if Barton was for sure going to play, he'd say he's going to play. Uh, but it sounds like he was, it would, unclear whether he'd be available for game one on Saturday. Uh, that was as of, you know, Thursday afternoon's practice when Mike Malone spoke to the media. But um, he, you know, it could happen as soon as game two. So that is that is big news for the Nuggets just because of just how beat up they are. Like, uh, Will Barton is an NBA player. They could use um, any one of those who can dribble and shoot a little bit. Uh, he was, you know, he's been good for them, really a really solid contributor. Uh, he offers them another defender that they could put on uh, Dame or CJ, although he's not an elite defender. Another guy who can uh, get his own shot, who can shoot, who can attack the rim a little bit off the bounce. Just just more, just a, a dynamism that they don't have, a dynamic that they don't have. Um, he could be their third scorer after Jokic and, and MPJ. Then it's instead of having it have to be Aaron Gordon, who's maybe not as much of an offensive threat, Will Barton, Willie B, he can be that. Um, you know, he's he, this isn't like a, a this is an upgrade. Like there's no way around that. Like he's, he would be, he would have been the starter for them all year. Um, he, if he's healthy, he could probably, he'll probably will and could start over Austin rivers. Like he's, he's, this is, um, you know, they're not adding Jamal Murray back. They're not adding like a borderline all-star or someone who's had 50-point games, but they're adding a good player back to the rotation. This is a big deal for the Nuggets. Uh, P.J. Dozier doesn't sound like he's that close. Uh, uh, Mike Malone said that Will Barton is much closer than P.J. Uh, P.J. Dozier is would be a really nice addition for the Nuggets, but it doesn't sound like he's going to be available, at least in the early part of the series. We'll see, you know, game four is next Saturday, so we've got, you know, a week to get through four games, and then maybe they'll be able to reevaluate Dozier then, but it doesn't sound like he's likely to play in uh, for certainly the first two games in Denver and, and, and probably for an extended period of time after that. But I do think that that is, um, I think it's meaningful. Like I think, I think Will Barton is, is a big deal for them. Um, he's, he's not going to drastically swing the series. And how do I know that? Well, on Thursday morning overnight, uh, the Blazers became the favorites to win the series according to betonline.ag uh you know it's the official betting partner of the lockdown podcast network the one place we trust and the one place you should go now if you want to uh put uh, you know your wagers in on this these here portland trailblazers etc etc and many many other things but the blazers now favorites 
to win the series outright over the Nuggets. You want to just take the Blazers straight up money line to win the series. You can do that on Bet Online right now. You get minus 130 odds in the Blazers to win the series. That means the third seeded host Denver Nuggets team with home court advantage in the series plus 110 to, I guess, what is now spring the upset despite uh, be, despite being the three seed hosting the six seeded Trailblazers. Uh, the other other team in the West that, top, you know, is a higher seed that is not favored in their series are the Phoenix Suns, who are the two seed hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. So how do I know that uh, Will Barton doesn't swing the series? Well, because folks at BetOnline.ag have not moved the uh, have not moved the betting line since this morning. It was prior to the news, um, you know, the story posting in the Denver Post and Mike Malone confirming it in Mike Malone's press conference. Uh, the Blazers were still at minus one thirty and st- you know still favored to win the series. The news about Will Barton, you know, returning to the lineup perhaps as early as Game One, but certainly at some point in this first round series against the Blazers, and the line did not move. So Will Barton, an upgrade. Uh, certainly an upgrade for the Nuggets, but not by no means a game changer or a series changer. But I think he helps. Like I think the betting line isn't everything. Uh, the betting line suggests, in some ways, like where the you know the best way to get action. People think the th- people think the Blazers are going to win. In fact, a whole bunch of folks think the Blazers are going to win, and that's what I want to talk about in the second segment. The national media's picks for your Portland Trailblazers against. Uh, their Denver Nuggets is that that how, I think that's how pronouns work. Uh, that's how we'll do it, uh, or that's what we're going to do. Rather, in the second segment, is we're going to go over some national predictions: who's picking who, who thinks who's going to win. Uh, we will I will lay it out for you what the quote unquote experts are saying, and I'll even share my pick for the series because somebody already forced me to do it in a public space. But before we get there, let's talk about Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me, just trying to make it through the day in front of a computer, Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, or an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLD screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future, just go to their site and check it out right now see that futuristic device and the theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines theragun is also trusted by 250 professional sports teams like real madrid and elite athletes like deandre hopkins paul george maria sharapova and hundreds of thousands of customers so Try the Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on, theragun.com slash locked on. All right. So we talked about the news. Will Barton likely to return? We talked about the odds. BetOnline.ag, the odds makers that know are picking the Portland Trailblazers or favoring the Portland Trailblazers is actually how odds work. They're not picking. You're picking. 
But right now, the uh, Trailblazers are favored to win by the good folks at betonline.ag that set those betting lines, the handicappers themselves. But moving on from the handicappers, let's talk about the people who fancy themselves experts. That's me to some extent, I guess, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the national media. I want to go through predictions from uh, the folks that know or the folks that fancy themselves to know for this first round series against the Nuggets. Uh, I tried to hold off because maybe some people were going to hold out until the um, until the the playoffs were set, and now the playoffs are set. Or as set as they're going to be based on how the recording of this podcast works. We still don't know who's the last team in the in the West between the Grizzlies and the uh, and the Golden State Warriors who will play on Friday evening. So instead of uh, giving you these predictions early in the week, I kind of gave um, the, you know, the whatever prognosticati. I gave them a chance to uh, to wait for the, the bracket to be a little more formalized before we did this for Friday's show. So. Without further ado, here's who's picking what, and then I will share my own pick at the end. On ESPN, they had a whole boatload of people make picks, 18 uh, experts, as they're calling them. It's like, it's a very, you know, when you expand the list to 18, it's varying degrees of people who are plugged into the league. People like Zach Lowe and Tippi Mann, Bobby Marks, Ramona Shelburne, Kevin Belton. And then there's some other names on this list that I am frankly not super familiar with, but I'm sure all ESPN employees and connected to the NBA ex- to some extent, but uh, like I'm saying, various levels of sort of like uh, fame in the NBA world. And those folks, all 18 of them split down the dang gum middle. Nine pick the Nuggets, nine are picking the Blazers. Uh, Kevin Pelton picking the Blazers. He's pretty much been wrong on every Blazers pick. I've I've joked about it with him in the past. Uh, whoops, Kevin. But you know he's incredibly smart picking your Blazers. Blazers in the six. Dave McMiniman is picking the Nuggets in six. Bobby Marks Nuggets in seven. Tim McMahon Nuggets in six. Zach Lowe Blazers in seven. Kirk Goldsberry Nuggets in seven. You get a sense. ESPN split down the middle. Nine nine straight up. Right, right down the middle. Uh, some other predictions to know. Over at The Athletic, Josh Robbins and Sam Amick asked a, a scout, a coach, an executive, granted each one of those anonymity so they could pick all of the playoff series. It's a fun piece, actually. I, I recommend um, you uh, you read through it just because the very, very different approaches to sort of um, like the scout opinions versus executive opinions. Very, um, it's it shows you that uh, a lot, you know, there's a lot of moving parts in an NBA, uh, in an NBA team. But um, in that piece, the scout picks the Nuggets. Coach picks the Blazers and the executive picks the Blazers. Both the coach and the executive uh, intimate that the game that the series will go seven games and the Blazers will win it. Over at John, uh, over at the Athletic, also over at the Athletic, not over at the John Hollinger, but John Hollinger, uh, who, one of the great voices of in the NBA uh, columnist space, picked all of his series. Um, he's he's been on a, a predictions kick this week, picking M- all NBA teams, picking. Um, Playing rounds, picking uh, playoff series. John has he's been all predictions all week long, and who does he got? He's picking the Blazers in seven. I, I kind of think Hollinger has a reputation for being a Blazers hater, which is like um, maybe deserved. <laughs> but but you know he's 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 on board. He's picking the fighting pinwheels to win in seven games. Uh, moving around, uh, Michael C. Wright, NBA.com. They had him. Uh, pick the uh pick the playoff series and he went with the nuggets in seven games 
And those are the best predictions I came through. Plenty of other places made predictions, but these are kind of like the these are the names I trust. I wanted I wanted Hollinger. I really like the Amick and Robbins piece. I thought ESPN if they're going to do eighteen friggin' people, we might as well give them all. Uh, you know, NBA.com. I, I I stumbled across earlier, and Michael C. Wright's been covering the league forever, covered the Spurs for a long time, so I I trust him. Um, there's a million other people making predictions other places, including me. This morning, um, a friend friend of mine who's a guest on this podcast in the past, Brandon Sprague, he actually asked me last night. He said, "You come on the radio." show tomorrow morning and I was like yeah man he's like okay cool we're gonna do predictions and it's like oh what because <laughs> uh, typically I hate making predictions I don't like making public predictions and here's why I say a bunch of stuff on this podcast plenty of stuff I'm wrong I'm not afraid about being wrong but I don't think there's any there's there's not much to be gained from me making predictions like if I'm right wahoo I'm right no one's gonna be like hell yeah Mike knew there you know like and, and if they are I didn't know I was guessing and if and mostly you get it wrong and people come and say well, you did pick against us, you dumbass. And when I was closer with the team, like when I was traveling traveling with him and around them all the time, I just didn't want it. I I was resistant to it because there was nothing to be gained from me picking against the Blazers or picking the Blazers and looking like a homer. I just, there's plenty of analysis and, and thinking about the series. Like I've been doing all week long on this show, like diving deep into how I think it's going to play out, who has the advantage here, how's, it, how's this going to work? Like thinking about the actual basketball than picking who it is. But luckily Sprague, he got he got me, so I'm gonna share it with you. Um, I was on his radio show this morning, uh, and he he's, I had to make a prediction in a like a 30 second radio spot, and I picked the Blazers in seven. And here's here's my reasoning here. One, I think the Blazers have a little more firepower than the Nuggets. Uh, I think you know Will Barton obviously coming back helps, but I just think um, the the Blazers have more guys who can help. Um, and more than they've had in the past where it doesn't have to just be Dame and it doesn't have to just be CJ, quite frankly, at this point. The, with the way Norman can, Powell can, can score on his own, with the, with the hot nights that we've seen from guys like Anthony Simons and, and Carmelo Anthony and, uh, and Robert Covington, the type of shooting ability to, that can swing a series and the type of shooting ability, frankly, the Blazers haven't had during recent playoff runs with all due respect to Rodney Hood and Seth Curry. Those dudes are really good shooters, but now the Blazers have, you know, maybe one extra and they won't be playing like a non-shooter on the court for any extended period of time. In fact, the Blazers will almost always be playing four people on the court who can really, really shoot it, and occasionally five. Uh, we'll, we'll see. If Derek Jones Jr. cracks the rotation, we'll kind of uh, we'll kind of rethink that. But for the most part, they're going to be playing they're just going to have, they're a team that has decided to shoot more threes and, and put better shooting on the court. More and better shooting. And, and to me, I think while the Blazers are not a very good defensive team, even if they've improved over the last since adding Nurk and Norm to just being like a regular below average defensive team. I don't think the Nuggets are so good defensively. They're going to be able to slow down the Blazers offense. And if the Blazers are continue to be, you know, this super elite offensive team that they've looked like for the last six weeks, then I just in a series where I think the teams are relatively even I'll lean towards the team that I think has a little more, a little more firepower, a little more offense. If the Nuggets were an elite defensive group, I think that would change things. If the Nuggets were like, um, you know, the Nuggets are a really good offensive team. And I think Nikola Jokic is going to have a monster, monster series. Uh, but they just, to me, they just, who's that other guy after it's Jokic and after it's MPJ, like who's that other guy who's going to consistently score. Now, if it is Aaron Gordon, then the Blazers are going to lose. And, and if Will Barton comes back and he's that guy, you know, scoring 17, 18, 22 a night, then the Blazers are going to lose. But I don't have faith in those guys doing it, but I still think the Nuggets are really, really good and they have home court advantage. And so that's why I'm saying Blazers in seven. I know that there's been a lot of movement that the Blazers can get this done quicker and 
you know, five or six games. Even my friend Eric Garcia Gunderson, former host of this podcast, uh, he has the Blazers sweeping the Nuggets. Uh, so, you know, get get your brooms ready. But for me, I think these teams are really even and I think the Blazers will have a slight edge. And I think when the game comes down to, if it comes down to it, like I think it will, a game seven, the team with a little more individual offense, a little more go get a bucket, it's crunch time. We're so familiar with you. We've played you every other day for two weeks is the team I'm going to pick to win. So Blazers in seven is my prediction. But the Blazers have to go on the road to begin this series, and that's what I want to talk about in the third segment. What it means, what home court advantage means, and what specifically advantage is gained by playing at altitude in Denver. So that's what we'll do to close out the show and close out the week, the last segment before the playoffs start. Next time I talk to you in the space, the Blazers are either going to have a 1-0 lead or a 1-0 def- or 0-1 deficit in the series. So let's talk about home court advantage. Let's talk about Denver. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. I mentioned them up top. It's a place you can go to bet on this series where the Blazers are favored by the odds makers at Bet Online. But that's not all they got. They got everything because it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Not just NBA playoffs, not just Blazers Nuggets, but uh, MLB games, the NHL playoffs, which are which are in full swing, uh, UFC, MMA, horse racing, anything you want, you name it, it's there. WNBA, the season just kicked off last week. You want to bet on WNBA action? You got the you can get it right there on BetOnline.ag. So, do not wait. Until the next ball is tipped, the next puck is dropped, or the next next pitch is thrown, head on over to betonline.ag right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON when you make your first deposit, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. The website, betonline.ag, the promo code LOCKEDON, and what you're going to get is a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. Still listening to Locked on Blazers. We talked about the odds. We talked about the Will Barton news. We talked about predictions. Now let's talk about home court advantage. The Blazers are going to start this series on the road in Denver. And today, they traveled a little bit early to the Mile High City. They're already they're there as I'm recording this. I've already seen vi- videos of them practicing there in Denver. Uh, Casey Holdall of Trailblazers.com mentioned uh, that in, in a podcast, uh, Blazers Balcony, earlier this week, that the Blazers had actually typically traveled early to Denver in the past. Um, and during the 2019 playoffs, they had gone a day early to Denver. That had been their move. Go ahead and get there. And that is a little curious. You wouldn't really do that anywhere else. But Denver happens to be at 5,280 feet, a mile high up. And altitude changes things. It changes the calculation. Uh, back in the day, this was a not even that long ago, but three or three-ish years ago, uh, someone who worked in the Blazers health and performance staff told me that uh, it would probably be better if the Blazers, instead of like flying in the day before, if they could fly in like an hour before um before the game because basically your blood just starts um, losing that oxygen when you get to altitude. Um, But uh, traveling early gives the Blazers a chance to adapt a little bit. Now, I am not a doctor. I am a podcaster. 
But luckily, I have a good friend who is a doctor and formerly worked uh, in the city of Denver, Colorado. So I reached out to her and I said, yo, how does this work? Uh, I'm not going to say her name on this podcast, but for purposes of telling the story, we'll call her Dr. H. Dr. H told me, I said, Dr. H, I got a question. How does this work? Um, How much time in Denver? Here's what I asked. How much time in Denver would a person need to increase their blood's ability to carry their blood's oxygen carrying capacity? And what Dr. H explained to me is that your body creates more blood cells when you breathe lower inspired oxygen, and it only takes a couple days to create new blood cells. However, the longer you are at altitude, the longer your body has to make more red blood cells. So basically, like the first day you're there, like if you travel the night before, then all of a sudden, or rather the opposite of all of a sudden, like your body is, hasn't created the new blood cells. So if you're, you know, you're only in Denver for 18 hours before the game starts, you're not, you do not have those new blood cells that are capable of, of having more oxygen carrying capacity to, uh, to be at that, um, to, to, to be at your peak at that altitude, right? So uh, Dr. H further explained to me when I asked for a little clarification that when you train or work out and thus you create what, what is here as hypoxia in your tissues, your body will create blood cells more quickly. And so that would be like, as opposed to just hanging out, you get there, you practice in Denver, which is exactly what the Blazers did. They flew there on Thursday. They practice there on Thursday. They'll practice there on Friday. They'll have a shoot around their game day on Saturday morning. They are going to, they are, they have made this uh, somewhat, I'm sure, scientifically informed decision to go ahead and get there and start creating those new oxygen rich red blood cells. So that's a little science for you. Thanks to Dr. H for explaining the science on why the Blazers maybe traveled a day early. Typically, NBA teams would not, they wouldn't go early. They would go Friday. Uh, you've got to go 24 hours before tip off typically be like a Friday morning, like 11 a.m. flight. Blazers get there in the middle of the afternoon. They spend a day there. But because it's Denver, uh, the Blazers are going uh, a little bit early. And as Dr. H explains, early, early for a reason. Now, uh, beyond just the altitude stuff, home court advantage matters. Uh, the Nuggets are have are a good home team. They're a good home team because of, because of the altitude, because of that advantage, but also because good teams went at home. The Blazers or the Blazers, the Nuggets were twenty five and eleven in Ball Arena this year. And like most good teams, they profile as just a better team at home pretty much across the board. They outscore opponents by six point five points in home games as opposed to three point four in road games. Most teams are better at home. The Nuggets are, you know, most good teams are better at home. The Nuggets are no exception. But in general, home court advantage is extremely valuable in the playoffs. Kevin Pelton, the aforementioned Kevin Pelton, who former guest on this podcast and, uh, you know, former uh, seatmate of mine at Blazer Games back when there was a press row and we'd sit next to each other. But KP, Seattle Zone, wrote a story about the value of home court advantage. And it's, it's kind of uh, more examining the value of home court advantage in through the lens of, like, having... Uh, the Lakers be a seven seed and what that might mean, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, the, um, the Suns and the jazz not being the favored teams to win the, uh, Western to win the West and make the finals, despite being the one, two seeds. That's mostly what it's digging into. And that's kind of the lens it's digging into, but what includes is a little anecdote in there about just the general value of home court advantage. And according to Kevin Pelton, Teams with home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs win 81% of the time, very, very regularly. Um, it matters even more continuing, like home court advantage matters in the first round, it matters going forward into the into the later rounds. Uh, just 
basically what I'm saying here is like, it is hard to win on the road. It is hard to be a lower seed and win. Uh, this is this the Blazers are going to go into Denver this weekend with a tough task. Uh, they're armed with the knowledge that uh, you know they're instead of spending one day there, they're getting an extra day, giving themselves a chance to be as physically prepared as possible. They're armed with probably a little more firepower because the Nuggets are beat up and missing some parts. And even with all that, with 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 the advantages the Blazers have given themselves, the advantages they have just naturally, the historical trends of the league suggests the the better the higher seeds win. Home home court advantage matters. I mean, some of that is obvious. The one seeds are better than the eight seeds, et cetera, et cetera. The two seeds are better than the sevens usually. But recently, I would say the three six and the four fives in the West have are competitive series. These are these are teams that are really good. And I think what if you look back at the second segment, um, it's it's mostly a coin flip. I think people are generally kind of leaning Blazers, both the prognosticators and the odds makers are kind of leaning Blazers. But there is, um, you know, a lot of people picking the series to go seven games. And there is a lot of historical precedent that suggests that just like winning a game as the road team in the first round of the playoffs is pretty darn rare. What the Blazers are set, setting out to do is going to be challenging. And that's that's all I wanted to do by sharing that anecdote. I also wanted to share the great knowledge I learned from old Dr. H. Uh, you know, the difference in the Blazers giving themselves basically one day to prepare for, versus two full days to prepare is is probably really darn smart. And in the sort of era of smart tra- smart and informed travel, the Blazers are are really doing it. But they're traveling to a place that's hard to win against a, against a good opponent that has been good at home all year and is traditionally a very good home team. It's going to be tough, but it's also going to be a ton of fun. Game one, Saturday night. Like I said, the next time I talk to you in this space, Blazers are either going to be down in the series or up. Look for that game one reaction pod in your feeds on Sunday. I'm not going to make you wait till Monday. I'll just go ahead and push publish on that bad boy on Sunday after I record it. Might even record it late night Saturday, depending on uh, sort of my, depending how fun the game is and what my sort of media obli- other media obligations are. But yeah, Sunday, look for that game, game one reaction. Uh, I'll have podcasts after every game in the series each day this week. Uh, if you're a regular listener, uh, you know how this works. If you are a new listener jumping on board for the playoffs, welcome. I am so, so happy to have you. Uh, it's is about to get a lot of fun, so I'm glad you're on board. But like I said, nobody's doing, no one in the Blazer space is doing podcasts as consistently, as regularly as I am. So come back, check your feeds. Every single day we'll have, we'll talk about the news. We'll, we'll, I'll text my doctor friends and I'll bring on guests. Uh, listen, playoffs are the best time of year. It's the best time of year to be listening to Locked On Blazers, and I'm excited for what comes next in this most joyous time of the year. So tell your friends about this podcast. If they aren't already listening, tell them they can find it wherever they get podcasts. Just search Locked On Blazers. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.